Lessons Learned About Ukraine, Iran. Welcome to the inaugural Global Intelligencer Plus report. Twice monthly, premium subscribers to the Global Intelligencer blog at globalintelligencer.substack.com receive unique insights into critical topics of or events impacting global security, geoeconomics, and or military conflict. Russia's reinvasion of Ukraine has sparked an avalanche of commentary among policymakers, observers, and analysts. At its onset, many guessed it was only a matter of time before the Red Army imposed its will with superior firepower from the air, land, and sea, along with its unmatched troops. Ukrainians fighting for their homeland and freedom beg to differ. As the war in Ukraine drones on, more commentary surrounds the lessons learned. Immediately, the China-Taiwan dyad was front and center. However, another member of the world's quadruple entente, Iran, and its five lessons drawn from the Ukraine conflict are the subject of the Global Intelligencer Plus Premium Report today. Here are the five lessons analyzed in the report. Number one, for regime survival, continue towards nuclear breakout. Number two, never relinquish nuclear weapons when you have them. Number three, expel immediately any evasion of your land. Four, have powerful friends to back you up. And number five, continue to advocate for a de-dollarized world. Get the text of this report at bit.ly slash GIP Ukraine Iran. Lesson number one, for regime survival, continue towards nuclear breakout. Media reports speculate on the time period before the Islamic Republic of Iran crosses the nuclear Rubicon. Even when Tehran achieves such a historic feat, expect a delay until a dramatic announcement can be made to the world. Nuclear ambiguity is a powerful arrow in the quiver itself. There is no doubt the country has continued over the years its nuclear research and recently uranium enrichment while beguiling Western negotiators in posh surroundings in Vienna. The Iranians never wanted the JCPOA, the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, but played along to stall for time, time to advance its military nuclear program. Recent U.S. administrations have underestimated Iran's true intentions, or simply ignored them, except the last which immediately shredded the JCPOA and confronted Iran. However, elections do have consequences, and now given the current administration's desperation to revive the JCPOA, Iran is free once again to complete its overarching foreign policy goal at the moment. The Ukraine conflict validates the value of nuclear weapons and thus galvanizes Iran's quest to have them and ultimately use them. 
Lesson number one, nuclear breakout is the right path for the revisionist regime in Tehran, is closely linked to lesson number two. Lesson number two, never relinquish nuclear weapons when you have them. Ukraine, in the heady days after the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1991, was left with a stockpile of Soviet nuclear missiles. In the now infamous Budapest Memorandum, security assurances were given to Ukraine for handing over the stockpile to Russia. In December 1994, the other signees, Russia, the United States, and the United Kingdom, promised to guarantee the territorial integrity of Ukraine. In 2014, when Putin invaded Crimea and western Ukraine, then-Ukrainian Prime Minister Arseniy Yatsenyuk reminded Russia to, quote, not violate the Budapest Memorandum, unquote. In a might-makes-right international system, Russia brushed off the diplomatic nicety, and the United States and United Kingdom demurred. The Budapest Memorandum, while never a formal treaty, but an understanding among consequential world powers, had already been invalidated during Russia's first invasion of its western neighbor. So in 2022, the agreement was a non-issue for Washington and London. Aggressors set the rules of combat, and a denuclearized Ukraine was a tempting target for Russia's modern czar bent on reconstituting lost empire. However, Tehran is unlikely to make the same mistake. Just as its unbending commitment to deceive the world powers, as it increased its capacity to enrich uranium, Undaunted by economic sanctions or insincere negotiations, the theocrats and Revolutionary Guard commanders in Tehran will likely brandish nuclear-tipped ballistic missiles as offensive weapons. Thus, one glaring lesson from the Ukraine conflict is to never relinquish nuclear weapons if you want the state to survive the Hobbesian international order. Lesson number three, expel immediately any invasion of your land. Yes, of course this is axiomatic. The incremental dismemberment of Ukraine began, as mentioned above, with the 2014 invasion by Russian forces in Crimea and the little green men in western sections of the country. As Putin pondered his next moves to bring Ukraine back into the Russian fold, Ukraine never effectively pushed back on his aggression. Conflict continued to rage in the western sectors, and heavy Russian-speaking Crimea returned to its previous life of the Soviet era, essentially. Since Ukraine was unable to dislodge Putin's forces, the inevitable occurred in late February 2022. Lesson 3 is a lesson to never forget, but not necessarily a new one for Tehran. The 1980 Iraqi invasion of Iran was met with fierce resistance, and Iraq initially had some success before being repulsed. However, the Iran-Iraq war persisted roughly eight years, ending ultimately in a negotiated 
settlement. Defending the homeland or invading another is made easier with help from powerful friends, as the next lesson shows. Lesson four, have powerful friends to back you up. Ukraine tried for years to curry favor with the West without much effect. Kyiv had no illusions about Moscow's ultimate intentions. The bad history between the two is not a secret. The absence of ironclad support from powerful friends left Ukraine vulnerable to a full-scale invasion as the world witnessed in late February of this year. Iran does not have to worry in that regard. Iran sees how China pledges support for Russia in its military campaign to erase a free and independent Ukraine from the map. Its quadruple entente partners, China, Russia, and North Korea, support Tehran's revisionist ideology to expand its brand of Shia Islam in the Middle East and ultimately become a nuclear power. The entente partners share economic and security interests, especially the overarching opposition to the United States. Each works in loose concert to upend the rules-based international order. China and Tehran celebrated a 25-year strategic cooperation agreement in 2021 because Iran needs cash and China needs cheap oil. Russia and Iran are partners to safeguard Assad in Syria, and Iran is a client of Moscow's arms, such as the S-300 long-range surface-to-air missile battery, Kilo-class submarines, T-72 tanks, and MI-17 helicopters. Now, both face economic sanctions, and Iran can give an assist in evading them. Plus, in a last-minute push at the negotiations for a revival of the flawed JCPOA to restrict Iran's nuclear progress, Moscow insisted any deal not affect its economic and military technical relationship with Tehran. In addition, China, Russia, and Iran earlier this year conducted their second set of naval maneuvers in the Gulf of Oman, not too far from the Strait of Hormuz, one of the most strategic choke points for the world's oil supply. The Beijing-Tehran-Moscow triumvirate is set in stone. Finally, North Korea and Iran are transactional partners in a broad array of activities, from nuclear and missile technology to support for Iranian proxies in the Middle East. Pyongyang has provided material support for Tehran's quest for ballistic missiles starting back in the 1980s during the Iran-Iraq War. For cash, North Korea shares its nuclear know-how. The Hermit regime is an arms proliferator, including small arms like the Type 73 machine gun, which is popular among Shia militias. The heavily sanctioned pariah regimes in Pyongyang and Tehran share interests inimical to a stable global order, and there appears few limits to their cooperation. Unlike Ukraine, which went begging for Western aid in time of need, Iran is flush with friends to help at a price. And finally, lesson number five. Continue to advocate for a de-dollarized world. So far, in the first four lessons discussed in this report, war and statecraft have been at play. 
this lesson is about economics and reinforces what Iran has already experienced as a pariah in the international community. The U.S. dollar is the world's key currency for global commerce. That is, goods and services daily are exchanged in dollars. Without dollars, international commerce comes to a stop for a country. Therefore, the U.S. currency becomes an instrument of power that Washington brandishes on occasion to wage war by economic means. The quadruple entente chafes under the dollar's reign and aims to de-dollarize the world economy to overturn the U.S.-centric rules-based order today. The Ukraine conflict writ large the danger for countries like Russia, who run afoul of U.S. foreign policy. Moscow is drowning in economic sanctions from all directions, except from its Entente friends. Shortly after the reinvasion of Ukraine in late February, seven Russian banks, but not its two largest yet, were barred from the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunications, better known as SWIFT, in order to isolate Moscow and cripple its financial system. Essentially, Russia was unable to interface with the world to buy goods and sell its own goods like oil, wheat, and fertilizer. A carve-out for sovereign debt payment on Russian bonds is scheduled to expire on May 25th, and U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen doubts the waiver will be renewed, which risks a Russian default. Russia is now in the position Iran has endured since the U.S. unilaterally withdrew from the JCPOA under the previous administration. While Moscow has attempted to demand payments in rubles for its goods, there appears to be few takers. The Entente no doubt has reinforced the lesson about the power of the U.S. dollar in global markets and the need to pursue an alternative. Enter China, the world's second largest economy after the U.S. and proud Entente member with the heft to stand up to Washington. In light of the reapplied sanctions in 2020, Tehran moved to stockpiling reserves of the Chinese yuan and not the U.S. dollar. Locking Moscow out of Western finances has pushed Putin to embrace Chairman Xi even more, enough to prompt concern about the convergence of the two countries' interests in de-dollarization. China buys Iranian oil with yuan and Beijing is in discussion with the Saudis to agree to the same. Even more, China is buying Russian oil and coal with yuan. Two Entente members stung by U.S. dollar dependence, Russia and Iran, welcome the assist from China, but financial observers are skeptical, at least in the short term. Bloomberg reports the dollar was used for 88% of financial transactions in 2019, and the yuan a little over 4%. In sum, Iran knows the value of continuing to secure alternatives to payments in dollars, a lesson reinforced by Russia's financial isolation after its reinvasion of Ukraine. Thank you for joining me for Lessons Learned About Ukraine, Iran, the subject of this inaugural issue of the Global Intelligencer Plus, a premium report twice monthly for paid subscribers of my Global Intelligencer blog at globalintelligencer.substack.com.
www.thinkdeeply.com. Each edition goes in-depth with concise analysis of a critical topic and or event in the global affairs arena, always with a fresh perspective. Policymakers, practitioners of world affairs, and military and government officials can stay ahead of the headlines and gain situational awareness of the often confusing kaleidoscope of international politics and geoeconomics. Subscribe today at bit.ly slash gi subscribe. I'm Winterbeth II, the Global Intelligence. Thank you.